0: Coming up on TMS done with a marvel here we go a floundering why isn't he called he hulk going down a monkey hole talking a stand marv stone action journalist fish and chips or extra fish and chips buster caton was alive white man combo meal problems benedict ratzenberger deny that you can't it doesn't suck until it does sampling jane's fudge tms suggests you do your own research full-throated southern accents with amy jumping off a cliff
1: with wendy and more on the this episode of the morning stream eddie and ray are friends that's why ray's walking his bike instead of riding home so he can be with his friend eddie here's jane she's a friend and guess what she's going home to make some fudge and she's inviting the fellows to come over later and sample it yes sir friendships are worth having aren't they
2: the morning stream
0: The Morning Stream, because knowing is half the battle. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for Thursday, May 19th, 19, 19 Uh, 2022. <laughs> I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Evans. Hi, Brian. Hello. It's
1: Thursday. It is, Woo, man. We're on the downslope of the week. Yep.
0: I got one more. Let's see. What, about twenty-four, no, about thirty hours till my wife gets back. So,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I bet you're
0: counting down. This is a long time for her to be oh, away because this is like a a like solid it. full week, right? Yeah, whole seven days. And she, um, I was talking to her yesterday. They went floundering last night in the oh, in sure. the dark. Uh, I do I do that
1: anytime I podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they went uh, they went a floundering, which basically means they walk around the beaches of Bay St. Louis and catch flounder. and uh, you bring it back and those cook up real nice and have a nice little uh, flounder uh, dinner thing yeah it's all been about like getting back to all their southern roots all the siblings went all the husbands and wives all stayed home so these are just a sibling trip and uh, all they've done is like crab and and have a big crawfish boil and go pontoon boating and she
1: is going to come back with so many yummy recipes. I'm envious of the food that you're going to be enjoying over, you know, the next several months. Like
0: e- either that, or should be sick of it, right? Should be come back. And like, oh, <laughs> I can't do oh, possibly, food. Oh, possibly, yeah. yeah which would really suck yeah. because I want to benefit from her exit. Anyway, that'll be uh, <laughs> hello, the- hello, Jamie. That one's for you. <laughs> yeah, that one's here for you, buddy. All right, we're going to start things <laughs> off today with. With something that I, I hesitated as to whether I should share it or not, but I've decided I think it's the right place to do it. Uh, also, I don't know for sure if this person's serious because it's the internet and I don't know anymore. I can't tell anymore if anyone's ever serious yeah, anymore. Yeah. So, oh, I hope this is serious because I want to. I, wanna. I do too. I hope they write back. I don't even know what shows they listen to. I assume they listen to this one, yeah. but here's what they wrote. I crossed their name out. I'm not here to smear anybody's name.
1: I know. It's very nice of you.
0: Here's what they say. I'm done with Marvel, I think. Suddenly the Hulk is a girl now? Question mark, question mark. Uh oh no, I should read this exactly how it was written. I'm sorry. Oh okay. I'm done with were- I'm done with a Marvel, I think. Oh
1: with a Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: think. <laughs> Suddenly the Hulk is a girl now. Question mark. Enough is enough. Capital or lowercase W. Will you be ta- uh, will you be talking a stand on your shows about this? I assume he means taking. Uh huh or letting it slide like other woke things signed anonymous all right <laughs> the the typos definitely make me feel like this is a serious email like there is nothing uh yeah why would they do that if they were yeah. uh, i mean i don't know I, I can't tell but okay so let's just take issue with the whole with the with the claim. Suddenly the girl is or the Hulk is a girl now. I assume this is referencing She-Hulk's trailer, She-Hulk Attorney yes. at Law, which uh, they showed off for Disney Plus which, the new series.
1: I'm excited about that. Like uh, the the trailer uh, they look great. I was really wondering how they're going to do. There's just one point where it's like, "Oh, is that Shrek? Am I mm. looking at Shrek there?" Mm. Uh, a
0: little bit of Shreken going on.
1: A little bit of Shreken, but um, no, Tatiana Maslany is going to make a great Jennifer uh Walter Jennifer Why Walters I thinking, Is
0: it S? Yeah, no? right,
1: cuz I'm thinking right. I'm I'm confu- I don't want to confuse her with Jessica Walters, the late great Jessica Walters, Jennifer Walters.
0: Yeah, I think that's yes. it. Um now, I would I'm going to argue that this person who sent this message maybe didn't see the full trailer because in the trailer the Hulk is in the trailer. Sure. The actual, you know, Bruce Banner business
1: right well i'm also gonna be i'm also thinking that they're unaware of the last 40 years of marvel history where there, where there's
0: been a she-hulk well that part i am 100 percent sure 40, of. 40 yes yeah 80 yeah. something right early 80s for her for i that
1: think character. 80 i think 1980
0: jim okay. starlin creditor i bl- think so oh, i could be wrong or was that a stanley a late stan lee edition maybe i can't remember i'll have to look um right
1: here. well i mean he yeah i see what you're saying like uh like a he oh yeah created by stanley and john basema
0: yep okay there it is right. uh let's see and you were right about the year uh, 1980 so the savage she hulk number one is where we first saw her in 1980 right and uh i mean were there people then that saw the cover and went what oh, did the whole transition, Hulk transition now yeah what happens a transition going on i'm gonna boycott marvel for did that happen then no, or, or are we only that absolutely. stupid now? Is that how stupid we are now? Is the yeah, question?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, uh, well said. That's how stupid we are now.
0: Because uh, <laughs> this person, I mean, if they'd watched the trailer or gave a crap, they would have seen. Oh, there's there's Mark Ruffalo playing the role of yeah. the Hulk, and he's talking to this other person who is clearly not him. And and duh, just duh, just a big giant d u h. I don't just know what else a to big, say. Big fat duh. I have nothing uh, else to say. I don't know what to say. If this guy's listening. I don't know if you're serious.
1: Take, we should take a stand, uh, or we should talk a stand, Scott. All right, and, let's talk uh, a stand right now. Because I don't want to let this let this slide
0: <laughs> like the other woke things. Let, let it is slide. Uh, yeah, here's Next my stand. Gonna tell
1: me they're going to make a black Spider-Man. I'm done.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I'm, I'll bet that dude probably thought that, too, when he saw Miles Morales and went, what? They made what? Spider-Man black. What's a
1: Spider-Woman now?
0: Oh, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say, because here's I, I really feel this lately. I feel this oh, thing this of person's like it's really going to poop
1: when they see uh, Thor love and thunder. Oh, oh they'll
0: lose their minds. Yeah. Watch that trailer. <laughs> you want to see who Thor is? I'm not going to want to give anything away here, but mm. Mm. Uh, but no, like I can't tell where the irony is over. Parody is gone. I can't tell anymore at this point. This person might be totally yanking my chain. It could I'd, totally be, yes. I, I don't I, know. I don't know. But also, I could see somebody saying this because everyone's stupid now. So I, I don't know. I don't know, what to, I don't know how to take it except to say, do a little research. If you're hearing us talk and you're serious about this, go read up on the history of She-Hulk. Uh, a really great recent run of that uh, comic happened, and I cannot remember who wrote it or who drew it. But it's, look, it's okay. amazing. It's very good. My guess oh. is that the, the tone of the trailer reminded me of that read.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. Um,
0: Cool. So I think they're probably pulling from that. Kind of like the Matt Fraction stuff heavily influenced the uh, the Hawkeye uh-huh. TV show. So I think they're pulling from that more recent thing. Anyway, uh, and learn maybe. Go learn. Do some learning.
1: Yeah. Do know? a little research. Find out that, oh, this has been around for a while. She's a cousin. Uh, there's, there's something actually more to this than just... Uh, you know,
0: woke things. Yeah. Woke things, as he says. Also, uh, turn on uh, auto correction in your browser. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of these would have well, had no, a little red on un- lines. Or un- talking
1: uh, is a word and, and uh, done with a marvel. I mean, none of these, <laughs> none of these would have been caught by by a spell checker he yeah, but the grammar, grammar yeah, the grammar checker. No,
0: either. you get you yeah. should get a little green line under everything is what you should get. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, Grammarly. Yeah.
1: They were uh they were a sponsor for a while, Grammarly.
0: Oh yeah, Grammarly. What happened to them? They're around, right? Yeah, they're I think doing they're stuff. around. I think they're still there. Yeah, I think you can still install their little uh deal and do their stuff. Yeah. Anyway, She Hulk. A long history that this guy didn't know. Right. I recommend he uh learn. Okay? All right. <laughs> I didn't know she was a member of the Fantastic Four for a while she
1: was one of one of her like one of those great costumes she was in that uh in the era of the um fantastic four where they had the light blue and white costumes they were kind of cool as a matter of fact the the she-hulk mini that i painted is wearing that costume i believe or a version of that costume
0: so did that mean that there was someone else in the fantastic four that was sidelined so
1: i mean a thing was a thing was out for a while so she hulk Okay.
0: They'll never have yeah. more than four is the
1: rule, right? I to say go. Ben Graham had, had gone back to human form and was palling around with Alicia Masters for a while, and so She Hulk came in and Yeah.
0: Mm. What do you think? Okay, so one of the problems people seem to be having with this is that she's not Hulky enough.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And my experience with She Hulk has always been she was never she was never she was, just shredded. Yeah, the she way. was
1: never built like right, she was never built like Mrs. Shrek.
0: <laughs> right, and she also didn't go extreme like, uh, you know how the Hulk loses his mind and can't even hardly talk in the beginning, right. and eventually can right. say words. And then you know, if you follow the MCU, there's a whole thing there. But but the beginnings are all Rah! and you know, smash is the biggest word you know. But in her case, she didn't lose any of her like. No, she's
1: she still has all of her intelligence and a wherewithal. Like she still. You know, she still gets angry, and also for a while she just couldn't she couldn't change back, right? Like she was always in She-Hulk form mm-hmm. and wouldn't wouldn't like shrink back down to normal. So she would do her lawyer things as
0: She-Hulk. She would be a lawyer. She'd be in court, mm-hmm. uh doing lawyer things. Doing lawyer things <laughs> like Ali McBeal, but green. That's how she did it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I exactly exactly and I, and exactly. I really... <laughs> yeah. What I hope is uh, they focus, because this last, the run I read, what made the comic good wasn't that she turned green and kicked ass, right. was that she was just a really kick-butt lawyer, and yeah. everybody had to kind of deal with the fact that she's strong, tall, and green, but really smart, her cross-examinations, like it was more of a courtroom drama, that comic. Mm-hmm. kind of hope that's mm-hmm. what they do here like I know yeah. fa- fans are going to want uh, smash and kick about yeah you're going to and... want both I mean yeah. we don't need we don't need another Boston legal
1: or something just with one of the characters happen to be big and green
0: yeah that's a good point
1: but uh, no I mean we want uh, you know I don't know who the I saw the little snippet of uh, who I think is a villain guy but I couldn't tell I don't know who the Marvel bad is going to be in this one right like you know we had uh uh we've had kingpin we've had what would you assume Do like, you have any gu- you have any
0: guesses what they'll do like who they'll tap for that
1: no i don't i well you do see a little bit of the abomination in uh in the trailer oh right
0: and what's his name's in so it, it um, a
1: little emil Blonsky. yeah um what's his face uh, 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 tim guy, tim roth yeah yeah
0: i like tim roth and he was that he was that in something uh was it the Hulk movie? Yeah, he was
1: in Shang-Chi. Uh, we saw Abomination recently.
0: Oh, okay. I can't not, remember. But not,
1: not Tim. I mean, we saw, you know, Full Anger Abomination. Not, not uh, We didn't see Tim Roth in there. For
0: some reason, Tim Roth, I thought, was already shown off as something. Or he was teased in another thing. But maybe I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah,
1: I don't
0: know. Well, anyway, uh, watch for that. Yeah, Coming soon.
1: Oh, Jogai Art says it's Titania. Oh, that's right. That's right, because she's played by, oh shoot, who, uh, now that you say that, or Titania, I can't, I don't know how, uh, Titania. T- Titania.
0: Sounds like something my car is made out
1: of. Uh, let's see. And Wong is going to be in this probably. Uh-
0: oh yeah, Benedict Wong <laughs> is in it. He's, he is. He yeah. straight up is. Like that guy is now is. everywhere. I'm telling
1: you, was it this show where I said my theory is that he's gonna be the uh the Nick Fury of the new phase, the new Avengers phase? Like I think he's you're gonna right. be the one that gathers
0: Avengers together. Feels like it. Maybe he'll be the one that rescues the Nick Fury from wherever the hell he's stuck right now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's some uh, things I haven't see seen, here. so I probably wouldn't know the answer to that. Played
1: by think. Oh yeah, Jamila Jamil from uh the good the good place.
0: Oh, yeah. She's good. She's great. She's great. Yeah. Well, I'm all in for all of this. I think it sounds like a good time. I, the trailer made me happy. All the other. the you know, Here's the only other thing to say. This guy, if you have if you hear this and and this teaches you something, <laughs> send us a follow up. Right. I'm open to it. You know, Right. you sound like maybe you're a little bit you're playing some sports, team sports here, and, and that's fine. Everybody's got their weird thing they glom onto, and all their little little, little favorite words everyone says, and all that. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to judge you too harshly because I don't know you, but I'd love to hear your. Now, what do you say? Now that we've fed you the information <laughs> yeah. that is actually correct about. She-Hulk He's he's
1: gonna email and say You know what You guys are absolutely right I'm sorry I've installed a grammar checker On my browser And I'm back to loving Marvel And thank you guys For opening my eyes Please More woke things
0: Yep I'm sure that's it That's gonna be be the email We're gonna get I'm sure that's it Um I will take Woke things I will I, I will I will, to- I will talk a stand right now on the show. You ready? Here's my okay. stand. All
1: right, please talk a stand.
0: Uh, Taco is- stand. Taco stand. <laughs> She-Hulk is cool. Uh, Scott is... Uh, I'll talk to myself in the third person. Scott is happy that Marvel is doing things... Uh, side, weird, low-key things. Mm-hmm. I don't mean low-key things. Um it with the MCU right now. <laughs> like they're not, yeah. they're not like just going. And the next Captain America is. like they're they're taking their time. Right. They're doing fun little side sidey things, and I like that. Even though I'm not caught up on all of it, I think that's a really cool way to do this. So I agree. And since
1: yeah. and since we got because we recently got a uh, Ms. Marvel trailer as well um, with uh, the Kamala Kamala uh, Khan, yeah. Kamala-Khan, yeah, or Kamala-Khan. Yeah. Um, uh, are those two shows going to be... Are we going to get a, a, to a point where Disney is airing two Marvel shows at the same time? Oh, my gosh. usually we don't get the trailer for one until the other uh, one's done, right? Yeah,
0: no kidding. Plus, you're going to run... Uh, business, I think there's some crossover on the Star Wars side with uh, Kenobi and... Uh,
1: what? Ms. Marvel's going to appear in Kenobi?
0: No... I'm no, thinking, but this yeah, idea the, that they cross over stuff—I yeah, like I feel like they're they're stacking their deck this year. They got a lot going on.
1: Although I guess the obviously the 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 Obi Wan stuff doesn't take place in the same time frame as the Mandalorian
0: and Boba Fett stuff. No, but the but the Ahsoka stuff does or would. Um, oh, no, no, not necessarily. I don't know. Are they doing prequel crap with the with the, the Ahsoka character or Shoka character? Have you say her name?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good question.
0: Because she was there all along.
1: Well, they wouldn't be able to use, um, uh, what's her face if they do, right? They'd have to um, de-age her some. They'd yeah. have to de-age her quite a bit, yeah. yeah. Or maybe they do it as like a, they do it in flashbacks or something and then do the, the crossover with, um. With young, with 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 uh, young Ben.
0: Do you think, in a live action way, Marvel <laughs> ever Marvel and and um, Disney or Disney in general ever yeah. crosses Marvel with Star Wars like some kind of stunt one off? Oh man! All right,
1: how would they do this? This is a really good question. All right, um, how would they do this? So, oh uh,
0: gosh, dang it!
1: No, you know what? They can't because um, because in Civil War, Tom Holland talks about. The Empire Strikes Back and taking uh, Giant Man down like they did the Walkers in that old Star Wars movie.
0: Okay, you're right. So he's, they've acknowledged they live... The uni- The MCU is... The, they've acknowledged that
1: Star Wars is a movie in the MCU.
0: Yeah, they yeah. can't... I don't think they can do it either. Like, you can get yeah. away with this in comics all the time, like that Doctor Who, TNG crossover, and you know, you can do weird right. stuff in comics, right. but I don't think you can get away with it in live action like Could that. Could you
1: do it in Star Trek? Could you say Star Trek? I think. I think... Uh, Tony Stark has has ruined any possibility of a lot of these crossovers with the nicknames he's given people right yeah. so we can't you know we'll never get
0: a point break uh, MCU crossover <laughs> we'll, we'll never get a uh... yeah all his smarmy smarmy uh, talk has gotten him painted him in a corner we can't have these That's crossovers right, exactly though. yes Transformers there you go bring them over we got it yeah Transformers meet. Um, <laughs> Please X- don't X Men Sentinels. I don't. Know.
1: Then I will be done with a Marvel. <laughs> I think
0: <laughs> that'll be the last a Marvel movie you see. Exactly.
1: I'm done with a Marvel. Oh, hey, you know fantastic. what? I uh, so this is so cool. So yesterday, um, Tad Pooler, Mo, Oranos, and no. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing uh, their name, mm-hmm. but they said, "Hey, if you ever see the." Uh, on the hook food truck come through Denver. You need to go and and, uh, uh, and check it out, it's excellent. On the hook, it's like, oh, on the oh, hook, yeah. I was okay. like, oh, okay, on the hook sounds good. I don't know. Can uh, I predict? Well, you know, uh, it sounds like fish, maybe some sort of fish. It is fish. Yeah, I looked at I follow the website, and sure enough, it takes me to their menu, which is like fish and chips and um, uh, wild cod, Alaskan cod, and um and chips right i mean they're they literally have two things on their menu three things on their menu yeah fish and chips yeah extra fish extra chips (laughs) 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 it's like you walk up and and basically they just say how many orders would you like they don't even like you know do anything uh, like outside of that sure um so I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm at their website looking at things and Says, oh, see when we will be in your area. And so I clicked over there. And it's like, oh, they're in Wyoming and, and New Mexico and, you know, Montana and bouncing around in all these different places. And then I says, oh, Denver. When, when are you going to be in Denver? Because I click that and it gives like a little schedule of when they're going to be in Denver. Oh, May 18th at the Arvada 24-hour fitness until 7 p.m. Oh, my gosh. And I look up at the calendar. It is May 18th. And I think, well, what the heck? I'm going over and getting fish and chips. This yeah. is like the, the most perfect timing.
0: Yeah, no kidding. How, uh, how was I was going
1: to tell you that I am going to keep their, their calendar on my like alerts list and whenever they're in freaking Arvada I'm going and getting fish and chips from them it was fantastic
0: well let's see like,
1: we had some good fish and chips in Ireland we had the best fish and chips in Ireland the
0: best fish and chips the, in best, Ireland. the best yeah it's never been better
1: however this is this is uh, some of the best like good not overbreaded, crispy breading thick fat uh, um, french fries with it chips with it yeah uh,
0: yeah, this is uh Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Okay, look at the photo. Uh, yeah. Well, I have to wait until June. Sorry. Is this May? Yeah, that's I have to wait until June twelfth, but they're gonna be right up the road from me on June twelfth. There you
1: go. Put it put it on your calendar, Scott. Okay. I'm, I'm dead serious.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm going this is a weird thing. I've never heard of a food truck that travels around the country. It's weird. Isn't it? It's a little weird. It's mostly that, the yeah, West, th- but this this wide uh, earth? Road. Yeah, absolutely. I would think
1: that it'd be um you know like like oh we're in Colorado we just have one truck in Colorado and it zips around all these other Colorado spots but yeah it's and maybe they understand. do maybe they have um uh I'm sorry battered not breaded claire oh my gosh she's battered. going to have a Jeez. heart attack calm down all those claire question marks, all those caps and question marks my
0: god gin battered for her that's how they do it
1: gin battered battered with uh, gin
0: but i'm yes. looking here so they've got like they 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 are coming to utah on the 26th, so just next week but it's It's Salem, then Logan, then Hurricane, then Cedar City. Like, it's way far from me. So I'm going to wait till the 12th and do this. That sounds fantastic. So it was good then. You really liked it, is the point. It was excellent.
1: Yeah. Like you said, uh, uh, when I see them coming back through uh, Colorado, I'm going. I'm, Mm. I'm, uh, yeah, it was damn tasty. That sounds
0: great. I'm not even like a fish and chips guy, but when it's done right, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't deny it. You can't deny that. No, can't deny that. 12th of June... (laughs) Fish and chips <laughs> there you go. Off exactly. the hook, yeah. or on the hook rather, because that's the whole thing. All right. Uh, well, now it's written down, and now I will get it, and I will uh, contrast and compare when we come back. There but, we go. Yep. But right now, I did send the oh, yeah.
1: I did send the uh, crazy neighbors, the Wisconsin crazy neighbors, there last night. I said, "You know, it was really good." They'll be they'll be the final decision maker because I mean, if anyone knows fish and chips here in the U.S., it's going to be somebody from Wisconsin and oh that's, that's right we'll say.
0: yeah
1: uh, it was blah, blah, blah. it wasn't very good blah, 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 blah.
0: proper proper cheese heads need to weigh in on uh, right. how so that what? went all right check yes. this out you guys it's time for this yes that's right time to read this with amy robinson red fraggle three joining us as she does every thursday to talk about books we should read hello amy welcome back
3: good morning how are you guys this morning pretty good We're good how are you pretty good
0: yeah um, i feel you I
3: know f- i actually got some sleep last night which is a departure from the rest of this week oh. so i feel moderately human
0: i haven't slept at all this week it's been a bad week for sleep in fact this morning I was my goal this morning was all right scott you're gonna you're tired but you're gonna get up you're gonna shower you're gonna take the walk or take the dog for like a 30 minute walk you're gonna <laughs> take the walk for a dog you're yeah. gonna <laughs> you're gonna take this morning by the shorties and give it give it what for Nah, just kind of rolled out a little late and put on this shirt. Who knows if I, How I don't know how I smell today. Who knows? Whatever. Kim's gone. You just live like, you live like thieves while well, she's gone and that's just the way it is. Carter, do some dishes while well, I'm down here, will you? Get that going.
3: <laughs> do you do you have the thing, I have the thing, like when Chuck is out of town, I don't sleep as well. Like, Same. I just, it yeah. just doesn't, I don't, I, it's just not, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. It's something not right. You I know what else feel-
0: happens is I'll wake up uh, like last night, I sneezed really hard in the middle of the night because there's some allergies going on around here. And my first thought was, oh, crap, I woke him up. And then I was like, no, she's not even in here.
2: <laughs> I could
0: blare like heavy metal in here. She would not wake up. I could do whatever I want, but I don't want to. I'd rather have her here. I'd rather have her here to wake up, you know? Anyway, right?
3: it'll be meanwhile. Normal. she's like she's. She's sleeping great and going a-floundering.
0: Oh, yeah. She's fine. Okay. She's living the... And her <laughs> accent came a, back. A-floundering we shall go. Yeah. yeah. I got I to gotta record with her for Skim before she loses it again because I can hear her accent. Like, southern accent has come back kind of full swing every time she goes down there. So uh, I got to try to capture some of that for listeners. We'll see if we can do it.
3: Oh, that's fun! Yeah. I should I should call in you, to you guys sometime. Like I should call my mom right before I do this segment or something, and then you guys can hear what my accent really sounds like.
0: Oh my gosh, I would so, love to hear your your yeah. full throated Southern it's Bell a, accent. It's yeah. a thing. Yep.
3: Yep. <laughs> well, I have I have two things. Um, I need to, two little housekeeping things I need to mention. Sure. Um, one is a couple weeks ago, I uh, I was talking about Terry Pratchett novels, and we had I had sort of mentioned that um, I had heard that there might be a TV adaptation of the Guards books, but I wasn't sure. Turns out there is, well. and I was correct that it's set in the modern day, but apparently from some friends of mine who are fans of Discworld, it is not bad. Uh, so they enjoyed it. It's on BBC America, which is why I, I don't have that. So I didn't know that it had come out. So correction there. There is, in fact, a uh, it's called The Watch is the name of the show. Mm. Um. So, yeah. So check that out. If you like the guards books. Is it Go good? Make- is
0: it is it well uh, regarded? Received? I mean, Whatever.
3: yeah. I mean, like like I said, I have friends who I trust who are fans of Discworld and they said they enjoyed it. So, you know, I'm, I'm willing to, if I, if I can find a way to get it, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot because, you know, at one point years ago, Scott, you said a thing and I've, I've, I've held on to it for a long time. It doesn't suck until it does.
0: Yeah. There you go. Nailed oh. it. Well done. Yeah. How do you know? Oh, there you go. How do you know until you know? You don't know, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh,
0: this new, look, I don't know if anyone heard, but, and I didn't even know about it. I don't know how this slipped under my radar, but, uh. George Miller's about to put a new movie out. And I didn't even know he's working on one. Mm. And it looks insane.
1: Oh, and really? Amazing.
0: It's, and I can't uh-huh. freaking wait. Uh it's called Hold on. Babe Three. Yeah. in the <laughs> pasture. Uh, I wish. Uh although somebody on
3: my plate. <laughs> somebody did
0: somebody did tell Who me. Who ordered that. the bacon? <laughs> Someone did say this Babe Three uh revival sure looks weird, is what they said. But um it's called Three Thousand Years of Longing. Mm. Uh, it's completed and it's got your, it's got Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. Here's your s- summary. Oh, you had me at
3: Idris Elba. I know. The and then, and
0: then I had you again <laughs> at Tilda Swinton. She's great. Mm-hmm. A lone scholar or a lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a gin. So like a, I guess those are like. J
1: I N N D-J-I-N-N Yeah.
0: Like those. As opposed to a Claire gin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I think of when I say Jen. Um, mm-hmm. who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. What she wants is love, but can can't but can and should he grant it to her? That sounds like who knows what the hell all that is. All I know is George Miller's making a movie and the trailer looks crazy. So pfft, I'm losing my mind. I'm so excited. But hey, that's one example of it won't suck until it does. So, right. exactly.
3: Exactly. Just, Just and a, yeah, my husband always says, whenever we, we see a movie or something and we're like, eh, I heard this wasn't good, my husband always <laughs> says, I hope this is the best movie I've ever seen.
1: Oh, uh, there you, you know, go. I, yeah, that's such a good positive attitude. I agree.
3: Right. Like, I mean, you know, why, why would you go into an experience expecting it to be right. bad?
1: Yeah, right? like you are then you because you then, then your expectations are low, Morbius, and then you won't be disappointed, Venom. Too. <laughs> yeah, more <of> sure.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, well you can you can expect a thing. You'd be like, okay, you know, I'm I'm here seeing you know some horrible you know, I don't know, I can't think of a thing right now, but I, I'm seeing something that looks campy and dumb. I expect it to not be great cinema, right. Right. but I can still hope that I have a wonderful time watching it yeah, yeah you know? I think oh. you
0: I think you probably will uh well all right, it's good to have you here. Uh, let's dive Jeez. into these uh, books this week. so you've got two files for me, but, um, I guess one is the book and then the other is the thing that the yeah. made itself so based on the book or something.
3: So. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and play the, the audio book one, the one that's labeled audiobook, And then, um, and then I'll tell you about it. And then, you know, you can decide if you want to play the, the other clip or not, like based on if we have time.
4: All right, here we go. I went into dad's study and found his biography of Francois Rabelais. I liked reading biographies of writers, even if, as was the case with Monsieur Rabelais, I'd never read any of their actual writing. I flipped to the back and found the highlighted quote. Never use a highlighter in my books, my dad had told me a thousand times, but how else are you supposed to find what you're looking for? So, this guy, I said, standing in the doorway of the living room. Francois Rabelais. He was this poet, and his last words were, I go to seek a great perhaps. That's why I'm going. So I don't have to wait until I die to start seeking a great perhaps. And that quieted them. I was after a great perhaps. And they knew as well as I did that I wasn't going to find it with the likes of Will and Marie. I sat back down on the couch between my mom and my dad, and my dad put his arm around me, and we stayed there like that, quiet on the couch together for a long time until it seemed okay to turn on the TV, and then we ate artichoke dip for dinner and watched the History Channel. And, as going-away parties go, it certainly could have been worse.
0: Well, that sounds like Will Wheaton to me.
3: Yes, it (laughs) is Will Wheaton. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this book is um, it's another John Green book. Um, it's called Looking for Alaska. This was actually his first book that he published, and um, and yeah, so the the narration is done by Will Wheaton, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so I get kind of a twofer because there is a a TV series that goes along with this book. Now, I will say this is a young adult novel, but there's a lot of mature themes in it, so this is not for. You know, don't just, like, hork this book at your 12-year-old and tell them to go have fun. <laughs> All right? Like, sure. there's a lot of drinking and, sm- you know, underage drinking and sex and smoking and that kind of thing happening. So, sure. you know, yeah, parental guidance is advised. Um sure. But but it is a really, really good story. Uh, I have a story about reading this book. It's slightly, slightly spoilery. So, if you don't want to spoiler, like, fast forward a little bit. But... Everybody knows when they go to read The Fault in Our Stars, yeah. right? You you know to have your tissues ready for that mm-hmm. book, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're reading about teenagers with cancer. It's not a spoiler. It's going to be sad. What? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you know, sure. you, you know what you're getting with that one. Yeah. So I read that was my first introduction to John Green as an author. And I read The Fault in Our Stars and, of course, was weeping copiously. And I needed to just, like, jump into another book. And I thought, okay, well, his first novel, Looking for Alaska, that one, that, that'll that be safe, right? Yeah. No. No? You need no. tissues for that one, too. And oh, I'm not going to say why. I'm not going to be quite that spoilery. But, no, you definitely have the tissues ready for this book as well. And i I actually, it was... It was the middle of the night and I was doing the insomnia. I'm, I'm reading, 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 and I, I got to a really page turny point in the book, and then I realized what had happened, and I texted my friend, and I was like, "What the hell is wrong with John Green? Why does he want me to ball like yeah. this?" You know. yeah. it sounds like so. books
0: I need to make Carter read. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
3: mean they're Aww. they're great, but yeah, it's um, it is it is to be to be read expecting to you know need some kleenex mm-hmm. but um but it's great and i recently found the the tv show is on hulu that's the other clip i sent you so if you want oh, we can oh yeah the, let's
0: play that because i'm curious totally what this is like yeah so let's play the hulu you say is where this is showing Yes. Hulu. All right, i'm gonna play it real quick here we go
4: i'm fascinated by last words favorite last words ever i go to seek a great perhaps you must be the new roommate welcome to color creek miles i call a pudge ah the colonel in his irony who's that alaska young alaska
2: my reputation precedes me <laughs>
4: What's up, Scrub? You grow the summer bud? You have to excuse them, Pudge. They had everything in life handed to them.
2: Looks like we're going to war.
4: There has been an outbreak of pranks on campus. I hope you two are staying out of trouble. Ooh, hot damn. I didn't think you could look any more handsome.
3: Simon Bolivar, you know what his last words are. How will I ever get out of this labyrinth?
2: What do they
4: mean?
3: That's the mystery, isn't it? How much is he trying to escape the world or the end of it?
4: I'm interested
0: in those things too. Interesting. what's so? So, what do they call this? What's the name of the show? Was it's it? It's called-,
3: called "Looking for Alaska." Oh, yeah, okay. Same, same name, and um, and John Green was an executive producer, so it's a pretty, oh. it's a so far, it's a pretty direct adaptation. Um. And yeah you know, there's a there's some extra things in there because they they expanded it out into a limited series. So there's some things in there that weren't in the book, but so far I'm not missing anything and they haven't really changed anything on me. Well, and good. so it's yeah. really good. The only thing I will say is that it takes place at this boarding school in rural Alabama.
2: Mhm.
3: And there's a guy and they, they all call him the eagle. He's, you know, one of the, the teachers there. He's basically his job is to catch them doing bad stuff. Mm. And uh, but the, he, this dude lives in deep south Alabama and the guy they cast has no accent. I'm like, there's no freaking way. That dude would sound like Hicksville. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, Mm. so that one, it's, its that one is, that just, that little part of it is almost takes me out of it just a little bit, kind of like watching uh, Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, you know, where he's the only one that doesn't have Mm. an English Mm -hmm. accent. Mm. But, but yeah, so, but it's, it's a, it's a really, it's a really good book. It's a really good story. And so far, I'm only like four episodes into the TV show, but I'm really into the TV show as well. So I am quite enjoying and Brian, um, you would probably like it for the music in it because there are some fantastic covers in here. There's a, the episode we just watched last night had this really, really good haunting cover of, um, that song, take me out. You know, the, I say, you don't know. You you know, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But like, it was this really great cover and, um, and and they did it like this in like a minor key and the you know like a a woman's voice and it was very and i was like oh wow that's a take on this song that's really cool so
1: oh very cool i'm looking to see if there's a um a soundtrack there's looks like there's Music oh,
3: we're being corrected team. it's franz ferdinand oh not i'm sorry colors. franz yeah. ferdinand
1: see okay i will yeah. say that that is a i always get those two confused mm. damn it and i've even seen franz ferdinand in concert so there's no excuse but- they have similar sound
0: though for the yeah to they,
2: your they crab. Yeah. do they came
1: out right yeah. around the same time yes thank you uh thank you tv's travis and hank the crab
0: yeah hank the crab <laughs> that's hank a great name <laughs> <laughs> Hank that the Crab, you're my name. new favorite name in the chat. That's amazing. Um,
1: uh, I no, really no, like no this. soundtrack with the covers on it, sadly. It looks like, oh, nope, I take that back. Oh, oh, oh. There oh. it is. Yep, Young Summer does that cover, and uh, there's Modest Mouse. There's a cover of I Will Follow You Into the Dark.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, I, I haven't this. gotten to that one yet because yeah. I love that song.
1: Yeah, Ooh. this looks like it's um, a mix of originals and and covers, but I'll be checking this out later. Nice.
0: The, uh, that Kristen, Kristen, that Kristen Froseth who plays Alaska. Um, she's great. She's really Mm -hmm. good in things. Uh, I'm trying to think the other thing I saw her in, it was something like, uh, uh, was it? Oh, the first, not the first lady. What am I thinking of the society? Anyway, she's really good. So, uh, that, that's enough to make me want to, uh, check. Oh my gosh. She's my daughter's age. I'm old. Anyway, <laughs> she's still good. She's good no matter what. But uh, I mean, what do you expect? She's in a, she's in a YA,
1: uh, you know, she's yeah.
0: in a young adult uh, series on Hulu. Yeah, it sounds like fun, though. Um, <clears throat> cool. Well, I didn't. And, and the book as read by Will Wheaton, also a good experience, I assume.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I this is one where I haven't consumed the entire audio book. But, you know, I typically like Will Wheaton's narration. So um, I would say, yeah, I, I mean, I like. I like this one for just reading it myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I've, I've read it a couple times. I do have to be, I do have to kind of prepare myself for reading this one, but, yeah. but it's worth it. It's worth, it's worth reading. It's good.
0: Well, uh, so. again, it's called <clears throat> Looking for Alaska. The 2019 miniseries is also available on Hulu, so you can catch that if you want to. And of course, the book and audiobook found wherever you find audiobooks and books. Uh, very nice. Uh, anything else going on for you before we see you next time?
3: Oh yeah. So Brian, I'm sorry. Yes. I I ruined <laughs> guest connection last week. I I just I have a, such a thing with games. I'm like, oh, I have to play the game, and I have to. Oh, oh you know wait, what? I have an answer. And so yeah, I just you
1: know what? It's, it's totally compl- fine. <laughs> and again, I've got to compliment, Chuck, on being able to to like he got it way quicker then I thought anybody would get it. Uh, So you didn't ruin it. You're absolutely fine. There's no, but it will, it will cause me to put some new rules up on the, uh, uh, the, the Twitch overlay that I use.
3: (laughs) Next time, if I have won recently, I will just, I will text you what I think the answer is. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, I'll be like, okay, I know I can't win, but I want you to know that I got this. (laughs) Yes.
0: Very very oh, cool. Uh, so. No,
1: but the person that we bequeathed the uh, the prize to still hasn't e- emailed me, so I still have those really cool prizes sitting here on my desk. And uh, oh, wow. oh,
0: this oh, little story will yeah.
1: tomorrow if uh, you know if, if I don't hear from them.
0: Yeah, a little bit of a redemption arc for you there, uh, for there, yeah. Amy there. Uh, I was going to ask right. you real quick. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, shoot. It threw You threw me with that. And now I forgot. It was a question about a book, and now I don't remember. Damn it. Ah. Gosh dang okay. it. All right. I'll remember it later. I'm between books right now, and it was a question specifically about what I'm doing next, and I can't remember what the hell I was going to ask.
3: Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> start reading Discworld. Start in, and is now the time.
0: Now this now is the time you're saying. I should now is the time. You should start with
3: Mort. Start with a book called Mort.
0: Mort. Okay.
3: Yes. That M O R T. That is my rec- specific Scott recommendation for where it, you should start Discworld. Is
1: it okay. about a guy who wears plaid or about death? Because those are the two things that I think of when I hear Mort.
3: It is about death.
2: Yes. Okay. All right.
3: But I mean, you know, the capital D death, like in. At, you sure, know, sure, so, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you've read Good Omens, it's a similar death character. Okay. You know, so <laughs> I have read. There, well, yeah, I've, there, I've there, seen
0: yeah. Good Omens. I haven't watched it, but I like the death character in Good Omens. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm wearing so. plaid so i got half the brian's uh, deal done I'll oh yeah all right yeah <laughs> i'm good i'll start reading it okay that's you know what that's as good as any question i would have had so there you go that's the yeah, book I'll read. There you
3: next. Go. That's my that's my recommendation for you is a, if you need a book to read, go go Mort is a quick read and that, and it is a great introduction to Discworld. And that way if you don't, if you absolutely are like, ugh, I don't like this, then you kinda know Discworld isn't for you. But I, I know that there it's huge, sprawling universe and so it's kind of intimidating. So yeah. I, I feel like it's good for somebody to give you like, okay, start here. Sure. Start with this one. No, I like
0: that. Yeah. I like the. I like a little bit of direction with this sort of stuff. So, uh, thank you. And also, uh, have a fantastic week. Make sure you look her up everywhere you want to look for her. She's uh, Red Fraggle Three on everything, and uh, she's got a great TikTok account. So, I recommend following that. Uh, Amy, have a great week. We'll see you next time. You too.
1: Bye. Bye. Well, that
0: was cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to do one <clears throat> news story. It's going to be a good one, so sit what back and... Be, I know, man. one.
1: i watch the news.
0: It's the news, and it's brought to you by...
1: Brought to you by Coverville today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, We celebrate cover songs, uh, covers of songs that are now uh, able to join AARP. Yeah, these are songs that uh, turn 50 this year, and some of them, some of these songs may surprise you. Things like uh, Dr. My Eyes by Jackson Brown. Who would have thought that that was 50 years old? Or uh, Tumbling Dice by The Rolling Stones. Or uh, Hold Your Head Up by Argent listen to the music by the doobie brothers anyway really good covers of all of those things suffragette city by david bowie for pete's sake is 50 years old and uh and david bowie did predict kanye west on the cover of uh that album that oh. this is featured on uh ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars it does have a a sign that says k west on it oh weird yeah
0: weird well i'm now i'm mad at them and we'll, and and now i don't want to talk to them anymore because he's weird <laughs> uh whatever no that sounds good a good coverville awaits all of you tomorrow at 1:30 that's 9. right yeah
1: not tomorrow today's
0: today not today today I mean, today's thursday today 1:30 today's thursday.
1: Today Thursday. 1 p.m mountain time twitch.tv slash cover
0: yeah why did i say one thirty? and why did i say i tomorrow? don't know i yeah.
1: you'd like me to do this tomorrow at 1 30 i could change it if you really want me to no, I could we'll totally be in
0: the middle of our play date we can't have that So forget it. Oh,
1: that's right. Play day tomorrow. Oh, Can I? Hmm, That's Mm -hmm. interesting. Can I do a guess the connection tomorrow? I'll make it happen.
0: Yeah. We're going early. So you should. Right. Should be able to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. Real quick story. A mystery monkey in the news. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) exciting.
1: Mystery monkey.
0: Yeah. Mystery monkeys are always exciting. This is in Borneo. Uh, They say it may be a rare hybrid monkey. And scientists are actually worried about it. So six years ago, tour guide Brendan Miles was traveling down the Kinabatagan River. Do you think that's right? Sure. Did I get that right?
1: I think that's exactly right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel mm-hmm. good about it. Kinabatangan, Batat- Batangan, Bad-ten-gen. Kinabatangan.
0: There you go. That's probably it. That's probably it. Uh, this is that river in the Malaysian part of Borneo. Um, he was spotted, or he spotted an odd-looking primate he had not seen before. He snapped a few pictures of the monkey. Uh, and then upon reaching home check these images at first i thought it could be a morph of the silvered uh silvered leaf monkey meaning a member of the species with rare color variations but then he noticed other details its nose was long like that of a proboscis monkey or proboscis oh, yeah. monkey you know the kind with the weird. Uh, yep,
1: with the weird. Uh, yes, with the very prominent proboscis. Yeah,
0: the the Jimmy Durante one, looking one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: Ask your dead grandparents about that guy. Um, <laughs> cha <Ha-cha-cha>! cha. <laughs> <laughs> I only my only connection to him is cartoons yeah. that made yes, fun of him. That's it. Totally. Yep.
1: That's exactly. Growing right. up
0: watching Bugs Bunny on the weekend, you would see that guy once in a while.
1: The other connection you sh- you should have is. Um, It's a mad, 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 mad world because he's the the guy that starts that whole thing. His car goes, like he's the one that has the car accident and then says, It's buried underneath the big W. Oh, And then he dies and everybody races off
0: to go with it. So this is where I admit I've never seen that movie. (gasps) I know, I know.
1: Oh, let me be be the Scott to
0: your Carter and tell you you need to
1: watch It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. It is...
0: I'll do it. I just have never oh, done it a- oh
1: dude this is like a you're gonna spend the whole movie going oh that guy's probably dead now oh she's dead oh they're dead oh he's dead oh pe- <laughs> she probably died right after the movie Ethel Merman but um, uh, it's it's funny Greg for Walkman says the original they're it is the—I mean, it never was a remake unless you count Rat Race.
0: Yeah, Rat <laughs> but, Race is no—from is no. From my understanding, it's no since I hadn't seen it. true remake. Minutes. I mean, it's
1: similar premise and everything. Very similar premise, but— uh,
0: So, like, the, the, the Cannonball Run movies, are they in the same vein? No. No? They're, okay. It's more like a—like, this is a an
1: actual staged race that people compete in. Uh, Mad, 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 Mad World is— Oh, this guy just said that there's a lot of money buried under a big W in Santa Monica. Okay, well, let's let's go on about our lives. But then everybody says, no, we're going to go. I just wanted to tell everybody that we weren't going to go mm. after the money. And mm. so everybody like, Buddy Hackett and uh, uh, the dude from the, the father from My Three Sons and uh, oh, Ethel Berman and uh, Jonathan Winters. And I mean, it's such a great cast.
0: It sounds oh, like a season of Love Boat. Is what you've just described? No, that, it doesn't.
1: Oh, it does. Bite your all tongue. of those, so all those, better. All
0: those guest stars—they're those are all Love Boat <laughs> people. Every one of them. <laughs>
1: they were—they were like a very special guest star on Love Boat by that time because they were the ones that were still alive. <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. All right, I'll finally watch uh, this movie. I've just never. And everyone's you might always said, have to rent it. I'm not sure. I've, I
1: hardly ever see it streaming currently. Oh, you can stream it on Amazon Prime. What? There all you go. Right tonight are you doing core tonight
0: damn it yeah I have core. Uh, and then tomorrow <sighs> kim gets home so tomorrow's find some
1: time to watch it with carter because she would love it too
0: okay all right Carter, did you hear that brian jim
1: freaking Backus. milton Burl, sid caesar spencer tracy mickey rooney
0: well you had me a jim Backus.
1: uh uh Edie adams
0: yeah phil silvers yeah who else Art, you got?
1: Uh, not Art Carney.
0: Uh, it sounds like he should be though.
1: No. Now we're getting into the now we're getting into the the lower. Uh, oh, Peter Falk, <laughs> Norman Fell, Mister Freaking Roper is in this. Now that that's your love boat right there. That guy was. Yeah, love he's me. love boat for sure. Stan Freeberg, uh, uh Don Knotts, Buster Keaton. Jeez, uh, Buster Keaton. Carl Reiner. Was Buster uh, Keaton was a- alive. <laughs> Buster Keaton was alive. Jerry Lewis, Jack Benny, Doodles Weaver.
0: Do- oh doodles and the- weaver thank goodness i'm finally
1: doodles weaver and the-
0: <laughs> i don't know who that is never- and the
1: minneapolis symphony orchestra <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. man all right well i'm gonna watch it yeah um anyway it's they so found-
1: good yeah it is it's so good
0: the point is they found these monkeys that aren't supposed to be crossbred <laughs>
1: It was such, a, that was such a, uh, a monkey hole. It yeah. wasn't a rabbit
0: hole. It was a monkey we hole. Went we went down a monkey hole. hole. But they're they're worried because they're not supposed to be hybrids of these two right, uh, species. And uh, they, they're concerned about what that could mean for stuff. So that's your whole story. That's mm-hmm. a, That's the story. I like where we <laughs> went instead. I'm much happier where we went. It's totally fine. Yes. Did far, you, by the far, way, we went to just a
1: far better place?
0: Scott. I just, I just realized something. Uh, that girl that was in the Finding Alaska show that we were just talking about, she's in a show called, or she was in a movie called Prey. And then I was like, oh yeah, there's huh. so many things called Prey. Video games. There's multiple mm-hmm. video games called Prey. Everyone gets confused. And then I mm-hmm. forgot. In summer 2022, this year, we're getting a movie called Prey, which is about the. It's the origin story of the Predator. And oh, it's, right. It's set around this the world oh, of the Comanche Nation. Yeah, and guess who directed that? Freaking Dan Trachtenberg directed that movie. I'm oh, so excited. That's like, way cool. Good. Yeah, set 300 years ago, by the way.
1: He's that guy who did that uh, that that short uh, featuring uh, Portal.
0: Yeah, it's a Portal it's short. That guy. Yeah. The Portal short guy. He did the pilot for The Boys, I think
1: oh did he that's right
0: yeah he did and then and the then uh, 10, cloverfield 10 cloverfield lane. lane yeah he's great which I, thought, which I thought was really good dan's legit he, he makes cool shit that Ryan mm-hmm. i me into. anyway we're gonna take a break when we come back my sister wendy will be here and i uh, got a really interesting topic today so stay tuned yeah. for that before that though we need a song and brian brung it
1: sure. Uh, Let's look at uh, David Knudsen. It's probably just pronounced No, I think you do pronounce Knudsen. Yeah, I knew a Knudsen growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, this dude is from Minus the Bear, you know, one of that new crop of bands that has three words with the word the in the middle. Cage the Elephant, Young the Giant. Uh, Also from the band Botch. He's got a brand new solo LP called The Only Thing You Have to Change Is Everything. This thing uh, came out this week, or I'm sorry, last Friday. So it's out. If you like this song you can go uh listen to the rest of it this is so good man this is uh the song varv v-a-r-v uh from the brand new album the only thing you have to change is everything by david Knudsen.
0: all right we'll see you on the other side
4: As for you, there's two musts. You must be Jewish and care about it, and you must not smoke. The Morning
0: Stream. Lights. Camera. Kong. All right, we're back, everybody. Who was that again?
1: That was David Knudsen, and the song is called Varv, V-A-R-V, and it's it's really good.
0: We knew a kid named something. I don't remember his first name. Eric, maybe Knutson. And we all called mm-hmm. him Kanutz. That was his name. Knuts. Where, where are you guys going? Knuts house. Okay. <laughs> then what? Oh, well, if his mom's not there, we're watching uh, uh, Robocop. Okay. Cool. See you at Knuts' house. That's how I'd say Nice. Uh, There's a whole story for you. Let's get Wendy in here. See what's yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. She's, uh, you know, my sister. She's, uh, She's a professional. She's smart. S-M-I-R-T. There she she is. is. She's Uh, personable. She knows a lot of stuff. She knows a lot of stuff. And really, that's what we're going to tap into today. Everyone knows Wendy. Look who it is. It's my sister, Wendy, a practicing (laughs) therapist who calls all the way from Minnesota. Hello, Wendy.
5: I thought you said a practical.
0: practical you're practical as well, I yeah, think. You are practical.
5: I'm incredibly practical.
0: Yeah. yeah. How does that feel? I don't do that. So how are you what's practicality like? What's what's the deal there?
5: Um I uh, I'm actually not that practical. I'm I guess I'm <laughs> what am I?
0: Adam's very I'm practical. Boring.
5: He what's my, is practical. Yeah. What does practical mean? Does it mean to just like do things that make sense? Do,
0: yeah, you do exactly. things that make sense. You
1: use yeah. your surroundings to their best uh to their
0: best usage yeah oh. that's a good that's a good <laughs> that's way to so put it it, used you know, a, it
1: started out as a good way uh, to put it, but uh it used but the
0: down down, use the word use a lot and i respect it that did. but yes, um uh, yes. but no yeah. somebody who's like well i all i think of it is like um you're not uh, okay let me put it this way wendy's not afraid to bungee jump off a high building sure but she would do all the practical things around it to do it does that make sense
5: Hmm.
1: so yeah. you're not like She'd do the
0: research and say
1: all yeah right, how many people have died doing this and sure and uh yeah and
5: right. you'd look you guys at are it hilarious that's not me at all i would <laughs> <laughs> i would, would bungee of jump off a building and do no research really yeah. i know
0: i mean that's you that's the uh, one weird different what thing we between, is
1: you're spontaneous yeah. what we love about you yeah is what we love about you is uh, your
0: spontaneity and it's uh, okay
5: i would say maybe what you mean to be saying is that i'm I am down to earth. That doesn't mean I'm actually practical oh, or good at yeah, okay, any that's good. basic things. But I'm pretty, pretty. Unless you're bungee
1: jumping, and then you're down to earth, and, and then I'm you're up to earth, and then you're down,
5: down to earth, earth, and then you're up to up earth, earth yeah.
0: and then you laugh, and then they unhook you, and then you do it again.
5: And you wet your pants a little. Yeah.
0: yeah. Little Just a little bit of pee that's right. comes that's out. Just,
1: that's, that's gravity. That's uh, nothing. That's <laughs> all
0: good. Well, it's good to have you f- a few inches from Earth uh, while we have this discussion today. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. You, got an, you got a contact from somebody. I don't know. Did you forward the email? I don't think you did. I
5: did, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, let me pull it up real quick. I didn't see this morning, so I will grab it well, fast. Well, I said
5: it two seconds ago because I'm not practical.
0: Oh, look how unpractical mm. you were today. Wow. i I'm very impractical. Yeah, we take
1: everything back that yeah. we said about
0: yes, you. All of you. it was ingest. <laughs> just spontaneous. Um,
5: that's all. I don't that's the only
0: see. I don't see it at all. What email did you what? send this to?
5: I used your morning stream one.
0: Oh, that's why it's in. I have it filtered. Okay, there it is. Uh, oh, this is super interesting. All right, so we're gonna read this email, and then it'll make sense on the other side. Wendy will explain it. So here we go. Uh, hi there, Wendy. I'm actually contacting you on a friend's behalf, since well, I'm a regular uh, show listener to you, Scott and Brian. Um, that is the proper billing, by the way. Wendy, mm-hmm. Scott, and Brian. That's how we like to do things. That
1: right is now. the order that they should you should be saying our names. That's incorrect. right. It
0: yeah. says, my friend Emily has worked in residential caregiving for several years, having been a care manager, working up from DSP position over time. I'm not sure what that is, DSP. Direct uh, Suspicion penis. I've no
1: yes. oh, yeah, I, I never heard that yeah,
0: suspicion police. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Um, however, well, she's considering going into school to learn to be a therapist in her own right. We've discussed some concerns and I wanted to get your professional opinion. So there are three things here. Number one, she's a professional that happens to be trans and that's led to issues both from the current legal landscape and in the work that she does with clients, as you might imagine. Number two, she's worried about not being able to be detached enough uh, to do the work because she very much throws herself into what she does in the name of helping others and has had mental and emotional breakdowns as a result of that. And number three, she's aware as a result of her own issues to work through. Would you suggest she look into therapy uh, of her own despite apparently no, uh, no one anywhere near local having an opening that's trans-friendly uh, anytime in the next eight months or so? Or would you have another recommendation? Thank you for your time and everything you might be able to offer uh, this person on behalf of another person. I won't say their names. So uh, that's interesting. Um, if you had to guess, Wendy, how many people are, I mean, it's probably not even a percentage, but how many people in your line of work are like trans, but also in your business of, you know, of some form of like therapy or whatever? I think it's very common. Oh. Just curious. I don't know. Yeah, probably not I, much. I don't right? know,
5: but I, I, it's definitely a niche that needs to grow. So
2: mm. interesting. Uh,
5: but I don't know the number. I mean, there's definitely sort of LGBTQ plus friendly therapists that are, have good training, and you know, they'll usually advertise that, right? Like that's that's something you can know about them and ask about. Um, and so, you know, being able to find someone like that in a bigger city is pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, easy being a relative term because it's not easy to find anyone at the moment because everyone's booked. Well, let, me, um,
0: let me tell you something that came off the top of my head. I was thinking last night when you were telling me about this uh, and you, and then t- you can tell me if this is, I don't know, that, where my head's at with this. It seems like if you were, let's say you were somebody seeking therapy uh, and you were either in the middle of transitioning or you just had transitioned or wh- whatever, we're uh-huh. considering it and you find out Oh, I can there's a there's this therapist who is not only uh skilled in these specific areas and coping mechanisms and all of this but they're also trans themselves. That seems like a gold mine like, oh, sweet, I'm going to I'm going to have this their direct connection to somebody with not only the 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 knowledge and the know-how, you know, the the wherewithal, but they've also been through this. They understand, they know who I am and they because they're doing it themselves. Um some might see that as how do i put this like you're it
5: could be a benefit or a harm
0: yeah not maybe a harm but like like you're going you're already feeling like you are you're in a world that's hostile to you and your decisions mm-hmm. um and you and you're, you know they're hostile to who you are and now you're you're going to go to somebody to try to work through some of that who is also in a position in their life where people are hostile to them for who they are do you understand what I'm saying like there's mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't make them neutral oh. that's not the way I'm looking at it, but like it, you know
1: empathetic or empathetic,
0: yes, and that'd be ulti- i mean they'll have the most em- empathy mm-hmm. but do you f- but is there an issue with like you're gonna be how do I put this you're 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 not robbing Peter to pay Paul I can't think of a good analogy for this, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, is it, okay.
5: So yeah, well, well, okay. The, I'll put it in therapeutic terms. Like, so the therapist's background should not matter. In fact, it, it poses some danger when it's exact same as your background mm. because therapists have to work pretty hard to not project their stuff on their client. So we have some words here. So one is counter-transference or transference. So you think of transference, I'm transferring my feelings onto you, right? <laughs> counter-transference is that your client comes in tells about some trauma they've had, same trauma you've had, you are now picking up on their experience and you're, you're reactive or reacting to it and you're not in your best sort of neutral state of positive regard towards the person because they're triggering this sort of part of you. Right. And so not that you can ever avoid any of that because this is just humans talking to humans, right? But when you get very clear about what your lines are, like, um, you know, I'm this or that, or I only work with these people or these different people, you're usually drawing a boundary about what you're, you're sort of, you do your best working because you don't get triggered in that realm. A lot of therapists come from, you know, they're helpers, right? The um, so residential caregiving is, an, you know. There's there's an extension of, like, get more education. You're really good at talking to people and listening to people, and they feel better after they talk to you, you know? So you can see how you would, you know, progress from there. Lots I've known lots and lots of women in my life who had no professional degrees but were lovely people and very good listeners and would say to me when they knew, found out what I did, just, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Because mm. it just kind of was a natural extension of some of their 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 natural skills or gifts or whatever, right? Sure. And so you have caring people. You also have people who've been through some things very commonly because most people have been through some things, right? But maybe they needed help and they got help and that inspired them. Like I have a a friend who's a orthopedic surgeon. Um, He was born with a club foot and like all sorts of um, physical challenges and his buddies through his childhood we're orthopedic surgeons, right? He, he, his life has been altered forever for good because of that. So that was a driving force even when he make it into medical school twice. Like he still, he's there now, which is amazing, right? But that mattered so much to him, how they were treated. So sometimes you'll have therapists that came from that kind of background where they got good help um, or they just feel called to it or whatever it might be. Now, so the, the actual, what I am and what I work with that has to be dealt with by the therapist, which mm. is really what the question this friend is asking and for her friend is, is this a good idea when, you know, she is trans, she's had all sorts of issues. It's currently a pretty scary time to be openly trans and have, you know, sort of the news every few minutes is something horrible. And... You know, you're just not sure what's up and down. Yeah. Um. In that regard, to to just jump right into, I want I'm going to do this and I'm going to help other people and not maybe have a good grasp on your your own stuff. Uh, that's the that's the concern I'm hearing from the friend is like, you know, is she detached enough to do the work? And I'm going to say right now, there's no such thing as detached enough to do the work. You have whatever triggers you and whatever doesn't. So. I'm detached enough to do the work because this doesn't trigger me Mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, someone coming at me with all my same stuff. That's going to trigger me. I can't detach from my own self. And so it's because you're not working with a robot. You're working with a human. Right. Mm -hmm. But these very sort of obvious challenges that this trans woman is going to be dealing with. And then, you know, she wants to create it. Maybe she wants to create a niche for trans clients you know, that's a great idea, but you can't do that. Just like any therapist shouldn't really do any of this without working on your stuff, right? So working on your stuff before is great. Often programs will have you um, do therapy while you're in the program. Um, and, you know, just as much as the work you can do without having to work through it because your client brought it up, the better, right? Like mm-hmm. you're just going to be a better professional if you can make sure you've gotten your own care and that's true. I think if you've heard me talk long enough, that's true for parents. <laughs> this is true. for all the people, right? Like mm. if you think of, I don't know, think of anyone recently doing a thing that you're like, what in the world? And it's so obvious from the outside how dysfunctional that response was or how dangerous or, you know, whatever it might be. I can tell you right now, they haven't done their work, right? Mm. They haven't figured out what was driving them or, or why that impulse was there or you know, to some extent, most of us, and that's why people often will have something hard happen or they'll behave in a way they really are not proud of and then they go seek treatment to figure out what in the world that was about, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: So it's just very common, very normal. I, I think if I could do anything, it'd be to normalize this. You don't have to be perfect to be a therapist, but you are going to have a much harder road if you don't understand yourself and deal with your own trauma, right? Because trauma is what usually is triggering, is the most triggering thing in in therapy sessions. Um, And so you're just going to have a harder time doing the work. And it may mean, like she said, I think it was number two, um, she does think in the name of helping others, throws herself in, and then has a mental and emotional breakdown as a result of it. That is not a great sign if you're going to spend day in, day out listening to people's challenges. Because you can we call it vicarious trauma, Mm. you can actually be traumatized by the things that you're hearing. Mm. Um, And you do build up some sort of calluses around some of that. But especially when it's not related to you, you can have empathy and hear it. But if someone, like, say you you lost someone in a very tragic way, and then you have a client come in and talk about losing someone in that same kind of tragic way, and you haven't done your work, this is going to turn into your therapy session, right? Mm. So... Um, really getting, you know, feeling solid before starting school would probably be important. Now, the third point was a problem, is finding a trans friendly therapist who has an opening locally.
0: Mm. <laughs> that's, that and that's hard. why there's
5: a need for her to work, right? Like you can right. see that there mm-hmm. is a large gap in these in these services. And this is gonna mm. be true everywhere unless you are in a big, big city in even still. Um I I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I recently met a therapist. And what we normally do is exchange cards so that we can send each other referrals if we need to. And both of us are like, do not send me anyone. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. this it's like the opposite now. It's like don't I'm not getting give you my card because I don't have I don't have any room. Everyone's burned out. Like it's just as you all know for the various reasons. Mm -hmm. Um this is not a time to be starting up with a therapist if you haven't met one yet. It's hard. It's yeah. really hard. But right. I have a couple of suggestions. Okay. First of all, do you guys have anything to say? Because I'm on a roll.
0: No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Keep rolling. No. Roll, okay. roll like the wind. This is an yeah. area that I definitely don't feel like I can contribute to. Right. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, so so number one, it is really important when to find someone who is trans-friendly. And there are going to be people who are trans-unaware um, and, you know, capable of certain things. So I have a number of trans clients and I am trans aware, um, and I am doing my best, but I am not fully skilled like someone else might be. And so, you know, someone's, you know, one client's going to do a full transition and I am just working on other things that are in my wheelhouse and they will, you know, eventually meet with someone differently for that transition thing. So I'm working on the underlying anxiety and depression, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. And then another one, we've worked together for a long time and, you know, lots of good things have gone into that and it's going well. But if I start to feel out of my depth or not really sure what to do, it's my ethical responsibility to refer them to someone else who is qualified, more qualified to do that work. So I'm the neutral to positive example, like you could come to me and we'd work on some things and I would, you know, but you, there might be some education I still need to do and I have to be honest about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's, a, there's a spectrum here. All the way to people who are well-trained and this is like a thing that they do um, and they're awesome at it. Great. All the way to well-intentioned folks who really can do more harm than good. And so especially when things can feel very suspect, right? Like mm-hmm. just it's not you're not sure.
0: It's a little is a little bit like respond. going to a going to a bricklayer to learn how to do accounting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just yes. the wrong person for the wrong job. And yeah. I guess the hard part is you know, there's an assumption I guess I will admit there's an assumption on my part that if you are a a, a working psychologist who's seeing clients all the time, that you're just kind of up on everything. Yeah. But that would be like saying every dentist has the latest equipment. <laughs> and that's not always true. Yeah. Some of them are still jamming. Yeah, silver not in
5: And we, we have to do training all the time. We, it's, you know, f- most states it's 40 hours of continuing education over a two-year period. And you don't think 40 sounds l- long, but it is when you have to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, sounds, and sounds so long. you really <laughs> should be upping your skills. But you may be hyper-focused on this. And you you can't study everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and your practice could just be a different thing. And and then there are folks who have agendas and that's because humans sometimes have agendas, right? Mm. Like they're uncomfortable. They haven't worked on their own stuff regards to LGBTQ stuff. So they really shouldn't be seeing somebody um, until they are at a different place or they that's just not a good fit for them mm. um, because they haven't figured that out or whatever. And not everyone should be seeing everyone, right? Though we sort of often are like generalists because you have to be sometimes, um, that's not always accurate, like you're saying. Um, But also just like that it's a vulnerable place to be, right? You're going to open up about how you're feeling about all these things. Um, And so there's this concept of self-determination that you you can understand. And when a client comes in, you have to meet them where they're at. And what's tricky is this has been a recent thing that's happened. Or one of my clients is just having someone be so supportive of her her trans identity. She's just telling her what to do. You got to do this and this and this, and this is the only way you're going to be happy mm. because their kid or their friend did it. Yeah. And that's not therapeutic or helpful. But even though it's supportive, it's lacks that self-determination and like really letting someone be where they're at and help them as they go to where they they want to be right
2: yeah
5: and it's just as bad as well it's not just as bad probably it's better but it's also problematic in the other way of don't do that you're gonna lose your family you know basically parroting back society's um prejudice and fears towards them sure I, and, and so that's tricky and this i've said this a million times on the show when you're looking for a therapist is you got to click so i get that this is a maze of nightmare to there's no one to find. And then when you find someone you have to click, like it's so frustrating. Mm. That's why a lot of people like CBT because it's very, um, like homework based and directive and like, you know, you're going to be able to work with your thought. You don't have to love your therapist all the time for that to work. Like it can be really effective with your therapist being not, not your favorite, but there are definitely other versions of therapy where you really have to click. You have to trust them. You have to open up. You have to be vulnerable. Mm.
0: Yeah, and and for anyone anyone who doesn't really know scary. what that is, CBT cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Therapy. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right.
5: Um and so this this is going to matter and so a couple of ideas on her third point with which is just you know, yes, I would suggest she looks into therapy. Um and you might have to get creative about how to find it. So mm. and I I'm sure this res- resource on here before but psychologytoday.com has a find a therapist um, search button. Pretty much every therapist is on it. I'm not, <laughs> but plenty are. And and it's because you have to like opt out of it when you do a bunch of continuing education. So a lot of people just have it, and and it's a good resource. And there you can read. It'll list anyone in your zip code that's available to you. It will show you if they are trans friendly or not. You can specifically um, search for that and. Do your best to find somebody locally. Now, because of telehealth and statewide licensing, there might be whatever state they're in, there might be someone they could see uh, online that's still in their state who's trans-friendly. That is probably the best bet Mm -hmm. um, is to look for that. And then if there is literally no one, and this is risky because it is not um, the same thing as therapy, but there may be some type of coaching um, services that are trans friendly that can help you sort of work through some of this. I don't know how the depth of this stuff and, and life coaches basically are trained to, if it's out of their depth, they refer on to therapists very quickly. So this really would be more about positive. It's kind of a positive psychology thing of like, how do we get you to your goal? And that type of thing, it's not going to be dive deep into any of your trauma. Um, but it may be helpful in the process of just figuring out if this is really the work you want to do. But my first that that's the desperate part. There is some resources there, but the the key really will be finding someone within your state, which is now an option that wasn't sort of two years ago. Therapists were not doing online and now they many of them still do it. Um and so that that is an option to find someone not so local, but that is trans friendly. So that's what I would suggest and you know, just to 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 boost her career chances of being successful and balancing these things is to to get help first would be really helpful. It sounds like she starts the program in eight months.
0: Yeah, according um, to the, yeah the way their email reads. Yeah. yeah,
5: so that's some good time to do some some good work, and and then school will trigger a bunch of stuff, and we have to work through that then. And you know that that's part of what grad school for this actually is is a lot of that self work. So. You know she'll get lots of practice at this and and it will help her decide if this is what she wants to do
0: yeah i i know maybe maybe this is a strange thing to say um I don't know maybe it isn't so I'm just gonna say it uh if i if I had a therapy I don't have therapy right now but if I did and you know wendy's always saying everybody should have therapy so maybe I should but not in any kind of therapy or anything but if I did is it weird that i would i would love it if I had a trans therapist. <laughs> is that a weird thing to say? Because the reason I'm saying that is I think I like that. To me, there's a wealth of experience there that I don't get from just some vanilla therapist. It's somebody who understands a lot more about a lot more stuff than, than you're it's a weird assumption, I know, because you're all real smart. Don't get me wrong, all you practicing therapists out there, all you psychologists, even psychiatrists, you're all brilliant. Okay, but for some reason, I I want somebody with some who's with, been through some things, been through some stuff, because I feel like mm-hmm. that. I, then I mean, then I'm just in awe of them. Almost, it's like wow. Not that I need them to be on a pedestal, but I mean, like, I, not only am I talking to somebody who understands all this human th- uh, behavior stuff, they understand how the human mind works, they understand all the blah, 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 blah and they, they're going to know how to help me, but they've really had to learn how to help themselves, too. There's something about that for me. Is that yeah. a weird thing? Or is that not weird? No.
5: Okay. I mean, no, and everyone's different. Like, someone else might have the exact opposite feeling of, like, I want someone who has their their – like, their life looks like it's really functioning well so I can – Like get that energy or, or I want somebody who, uh, yeah. So, so for example, it's really difficult sort of on a general level to find a black therapist Mm. and there's a really cool, um, foundation. If anyone has some money, they want to donate somewhere that does some great stuff. It's the Loveland foundation. And basically it's to help support black therapists in their training. Um, and then providing scholarships essentially for black women to, have access to that therapy. And that's because that worldview, it, you can't replicate it. You, you can't get it. You don't, you, there's no way to empathize with that in a particular way that sometimes I think people might need. Um, and then there are some times where your empathy is sufficient, right? So I had a good friend with, uh, had a sort of really terrible medical thing happen and became disabled in her mid twenties and um, you know, tried a bunch of different therapists to just sort of figure out how to live a new life. And it was difficult. The matching up was very difficult. And the one that finally clicked with her was a guy who went blind um, in his late twenties. Oh, and so, and the line to get into him was like a million miles long mm. because a, he was very good but he was very good because he dealt with his stuff, did his own work, and then that was a an asset. And that can be the same thing for this person, mm. right? That no. it, it's either a hindrance or an asset if you if you come with too much stuff. But you have to mm. put it in order, and you have to know what it is, and you have to be able to work with yourself, um, so that you don't make your therapy for someone else about you or your issues or your agenda. Usually uh, unconsciously, right? Like yeah. it's very rare anymore that anyone's just like, you yeah, know, I'm going to go out there and make someone not gay or not trans or not right. whatever. It's it's not that at all for the most part. I mean.
0: Well, there's so, also there's also yeah. a tendency, I think, for people to see what you and others do and go, well, they're almost like robots. They, they've got it all figured out clearly or why else would they have this job? And that's crazy to think that, right? Because you're all human beings and you've got your own, you know, tendencies, weaknesses, strengths, whatever. And you may have have a big toolbox of coping mechanisms that you can now share and and stuff, but it doesn't mean that you don't need them. In fact, what's that? Brian, what was that HBO show that was so good with, um, oh, geez, Irish actor in therapy? No. Uh, oh, yeah. Griffin or,
1: not, or Gabriel Byrne, in treatment. In yeah. treatment.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in treatment was... And then was... They came
1: back and did one with Udo Azubo. or Udo Azubo from uh, Orange is the New Black.
0: Oh, yeah. I never saw the new one. I meant to do that. The new one was
1: really good, too. Yeah. Fa- f- followed exactly the same, um, format, same format as the, uh, the yeah,
0: Gabriel Yeah, I Byrne really one. liked it yeah. because there was these... The, the parts where Gabriel Byrne would have to go talk to Diane Weiss, his, his uh, mm-hmm. therapist... Yeah. Was this like, Oh, right, right. This is how you deal with stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you've got your own things in his case. I think like, was it like a divorce or dealing with his kids or whatever it was. And it's just so easy on the outside to see this. I I do this with doctors too. uh, Or I think a lot of people do it with doctors and professionals of lots of types, but especially those who deal with like human beings. So whether it's your mental health or your physical health, you see them and you just think, well, they're obviously uh, eight levels above everyone else. Um, They're, you know, they went to school for 10 years to do this. Like they must not be able to do anything wrong. Well, of course they can and do like, or just mistakes or whatever. And I think that's an important part of this for whatever reason. I think it's important anyway that we at least acknowledge that, you know, these are people.
5: And people, sometimes therapists go on vacation. So everybody, it's going to be all right. (laughs) that's true right it's like a teacher a little bit like they don't they Mm. live in the school they need to not be outside of the school
0: yeah Um, they just exist there and
5: part of that is because (laughs) when you're really relying on someone and for a period of time sometimes it's that that therapist is like holding helping hold your life in their hands right you're incredibly vulnerable to them and and when that's the case sometimes we need that perfect person to be kind of perfect yeah um and so you know that's understandable and then here's where it's tricky, is that therapists and doctors also know this and have also thought of doctors and therapists this way. So there is a huge pressure to know all the answers, which is why sometimes people can do work out of their scope because they want so bad to have the answers and find the answers and work hard to get the answers. Um, it's not usually because they're jerks. It's usually because they're just really trying to do, help everyone because they're supposed to know... And they're supposed to be able to do it and they're supposed to be okay. Yeah. Which I think the pandemic was a great little lesson, especially for me, of like, oh, what happens when I'm in the same pandemic as my client? Yeah.
0: You. yeah. you don't like really to live in some rarefied air where there's no pandemic where Wendy lives. It's <laughs> it doesn't work that yeah. way. Everybody does. It doesn't.
5: It. And sometimes we'd be talking about homeschooling our kids while you know, Pete's outside my office door, hot glue gunning his hand to, I don't know, something (laughs) on fire. And I'm, and I'm telling my client about it. And I'm like, Oh man, should I pay you? I don't know whose therapy this is right now. Like it was really difficult to to figure out that line. And I had to just stop reading stuff and paying attention so much to, to, to news and things because I, I was just like losing my capacity to, not be, be traumatized myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's really hard. And so that's why yeah. therapists need therapists and that's why therapists need colleagues to to work it out through and, you know, talk through cases and, you know, all those different things. And everyone's at a different place in their training too. So it's like, I wish we could, you know, you can still be helpful, but also infuse a lot of compassion with, you know, everyone's growing and figuring things out. And, and, and so this friend of this emailer, maybe end up being fantastic at this. Right now, uh, looks concerning, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, whenever she's really helping others, she has emotional mental breakdowns. That does not seem like a good idea. Um, and so it, it, it's that, you know, where she is at this moment is not where she will be after two years of graduate school and 4,000 of supervised hours and, you know, working in clinics and with people and doing her own work. It's going to mm-hmm. be a very different place. Mm-hmm. that's a lot of stuff ahead of you. So, you know, support and having people with you as you do it, it's going to be important too. It's
0: nice having this friend reach out for you. I know. For yeah, sure, cool. yeah. 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 It's really cool to see that um, kind of support. So, I don't know. I think you're on the right track. And I think it was a good discussion today about what to do and how to do it. <laughs> and also, if I could, I could just so. get, Oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, if I can get a... I would like a black, um, gay... Oh, yeah. <laughs>
5: You and your um category black yeah. gay
0: little person little person trans that's, that's trans. Uh, the I want that's the therapist that I want. Someone who's been through it all and come out she is on the other side
1: until twenty twenty six. Sorry. <Yeah.
5: laughs> and she'll be like, uh, excuse me, heterosexual white guy. What
2: do you need? I, I know. Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> Look, oh, I will sorry. Fully copy You have it. problems with combo meals? Darn. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can help you with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah seems pretty pretty lame uh yeah, but so whatever anyway uh sorry you were gonna say something Wendy.
5: oh uh you now i forgot oh yeah, look at that
0: this is what that's I do. so
5: easy to get me to forget things just say something else
0: that's <laughs> what happens to me i I had a question earlier for amy when she was on for a book segment and i forgot what the crap i wanted to, i still don't remember
5: what do i even do
0: yeah what do we even do
5: yeah. uh, i have a question generally and i would love an email about this if somebody um wants to uh divulge. Um just generally the burnout people are experiencing. Yeah. And how again like the global experience the global experience of a pandemic, right, was just such a fascinating social experiment and
0: it might be know. fascinating oh, yes. again Please since the numbers more. are written. yeah.
5: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like the sort of the winding down aftermath of this uh is interesting in some of its global application as well. And just the numbers are showing it in lots of different ways. But just my anecdotally, there's not a client I have who's not a little burned out and everyone I know. And I just wondered if there's, you know, someone want to talk through and we could get into what are the actual symptoms of it? Because it's not just burnout from work. Mm. I think we always think, oh, I'm burned out from work. Yeah. I'm burned out from taking kids care of kids all the time. I'll just switch work. Right. So that's kind of been one of the things people have done in the past. They just switch it up and then they feel better or whatever. But I think it's, uh,
0: it doesn't work. I mean, I shouldn't say it doesn't work for everybody, but there are people I know who, um, myself included, like, you're like, Oh, I just need a couple days away. And then you do a couple days away and you're like, that didn't really help because all I did was think the whole time about this other thing. and I still feel burned out. So it's like a different kind of burning out. It's like a,
5: it is, mm-hmm. it
0: is. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to have out.
5: someone's, uh, take that we could kick off from and we could.
0: Yeah, about. I would as Let I would as well. So if anyone out there has any thoughts on that, send those in the morning stream at gmail.com. Uh, in the meantime, uh, make sure you bookmark real steps.org, not currently taking new people, but when it does, you're going to want to have that handy. And, uh, yes.
5: And if you have, uh, if you Well, I promise we won't email you many times, but if you want to sign up, um, get on our email list, we're going to send something out in the next week or so that's um, some previews of some different things we're doing. And uh, we'd love people to, we're actually going to interview a few people if anyone's willing. And you don't have to have already participated in Real Steps. Um, We'll interview some people who have, of course. And then we want to, you know, see if anyone outside is willing to just talk through with through us w- with us through thank you Up <laughs> with us threw through it, it
0: with us threw through uh, it. it with us with
5: a, uh, yeah just their sort of thinking and <laughs> what has worked for them and not in the past and just sure. sort of market research if anyone is bored i know everyone's bored and burned out don't you want to talk to me about
1: not bored but definitely burned out yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that feeling yeah. of so like i the- wish i was bored good. i would love to be mm-hmm. bored mm-hmm I don't know how to do that anymore. I've lost the ability to be bored. I don't know how to do it. I want to. I've tried. Yesterday, I was like, you know, I'm going to sit in this chair in the sun for a while, and I'm just going to try to be bored. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't be bored. I still had lots of ideas and lots of things, and lots of stuff, and I was just still like, you know, the Ooh, time I went too quick. Ooh, I could
1: make that. Ooh, I could draw that. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I need boredom. All right, doesn't happen. Anyway, uh, well, it's always good to uh, hang and chat. I hope that. Uh, I hope. I hope Peter's not glue gunning anything to anything that seems bad
5: me, oh so. he's making his own greenhouse now and i said hey can't we just buy a like a little one and he's Jeez. like no i need the glass and i need a glass cutter and i'm like okay no what
0: he's gonna retire <laughs> like, he's gonna retire yeah. you guys he's gonna retire you guys he's gonna be the one that does the most amazing stuff and you guys can just like easy street it for your golden years right. i'm telling you yeah right.
5: if i could get him out of a house and to school in time <laughs>
1: Just just glue gun him to a school bus and you're set. Yeah, you're all
0: set. There you go. I don't know if it'll <laughs> adhere that long. Hopefully. Don't sweat. Just tell him don't sweat. Be fun. <laughs> don't sweat. It's fine. Uh, have a wonderful week and uh, we'll okay, see you next you too. time. Bye now.
5: Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay.
0: See you. All right. There goes my sister. She's off. She's out. She's off. She's in. She's out. All right. So programming note. Yeah. No PM edition tomorrow. Instead, we're doing oh. an AM. Well, not AM. A, a noon it'll be, edition. It'll be.
1: We'll turn into PM. It'll be instant PM.
0: Instant PM for some of you. I guess if you live on the East Coast, it'll still be morning, or West Coast, rather. But uh, we are starting a, a play date at noon tomorrow. And oh. I think probably, <clears throat> I've been getting a lot of people poking me about Among Us. They just want to get back in there. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, fine with that. Among Us, sure. I love mm-hmm. playing that with you guys. So, so please um, bring it in. Uh, so anyway, that'll be tomorrow noon right here at frogpants.tv if you want to watch it live. And uh, Brian, remind them again about your Coverville plans today.
1: Yeah, Coverville uh, today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, songs, covers of songs that turn 50 years old today. And like I said, I put on a, a playlist while I was riding yesterday of 1972 hits. I'm like, oh, my God, that song's 50 years old. Oh, that one's 50 years old but the good news is I've got great covers of all of them so that'll be coming up today 1pm Mountain Time twitch.tv slash Coverville Coverville
0: Coverville in the meantime help us out over at patreon.com slash TMS we are halfway through this month and heavily uh, uh, directed toward the June month so get uh, out there and get it done a dollar a month is all you'd have to get in to be a you know a baseline a supporter and it's really nothing like a buck Can't a month beat that it's like, easy in this world easy. of like hyperinflation look at what we're right. doing keeping right. it real man exactly get in there for a dollar even though everything else costs way more than that patreon.com slash tms everything else is at frogpants.com slash tms brian has music play your music please
2: <laughs> i
1: have music play my music <laughs> Okay, all right. Matt Rodin said, uh, May 22nd is my 40th birthday. He's not a patron, so he, uh, well, we would normally this might be a Friday uh, uh, PM song. Oh, but I see. He's not a patron, so he wouldn't hear it anyway. But we don't have a patron- uh, and P- TMS PM tomorrow anyway, so blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, May 22nd. I you. There you go. You <laughs> well done. And May 21st marks my four-year anniversary of being cancer-free. I'm a bagpiper. Sorry. And I would love to hear a cover with bagpipes. If not, anything Scottish or Irish would be great. Uh, listen to Claire, for example. It would be just fine with me to play this anytime in May. I'm not currently a patron, but I listen to every show available for free, and I have since the beginning. Thank you,
0: Matt. <laughs> I love the emphasis on, I, well, I do it all for free. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't support you in any way. Play a song for me. I'm just kidding, Matt. <laughs> Happy
1: birthday, and, and uh, we love you. Uh, all right, this is great. There's a, a band um, that I that I follow that I love called the Red Hot Chili Pipers, and they are a bagpipe band that does, as you might guess, uh, covers of pop songs, not just Red Hot Chili Peppers. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if I've got a cover by them of a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. However... I do have uh, this great one right here. What they do, by the way, is they, they mix in traditional Scottish jigs and, and, um, and stuff in with the covers that they do. So, mm. for example, this mm. cover you're about to hear of Everybody Wants to Rule the World combines the Tears for Fears song with uh, a song called The Bung.
0: The Bung. <laughs> the Bung. Sweet.
1: The bung, yeah, which as we learned yesterday is uh, what was it? It was like a law firm or something, or oh, the no, no, there was they were suing it was the bald guy getting sued because his boss called him the C word.
0: Oh, and they worked for some bung corporation or something, they worked for the bung corporation, yeah, whatever they right. do.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Listen, uh, when you work with uh, alcohol, when you're a distiller or a winemaker the um the cork that you put in the keg i believe i believe is called the bung
0: that's the bung okay so when and you say something plugs, got all bung it plugs the bung hole so when you say something got bunged up you, you you mean it got the hole's been yeah. bu- the bung hole yeah okay.
1: the, the the bung the, uh, the the cork has
0: been uh,
1: lost Yeah. That's the I'm bung saying, yeah. all
0: right cool
1: been bunged it's been bunged up all right red hot chili pipers from the album octane from 2016 here's the cover of everybody
0: wants to rule the world see you guys at playdate and the rest of you on monday part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com let's be really honest no